You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast and show, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and over 400 barn finds on display. Check out more at ClassicAutomall.com. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Houghton. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Steve and Ethan. How's everybody this morning? Everybody's great. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Looks like a, no, I'm not even going to say sunny day. Not even halfway sunny day. Not partly cloudy. It's cloudy. It, cloudy. It's nicer in Morgantown than it is in Philadelphia today. It was soupy. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's thick. Yeah. Humidity. You don't gray. Want that. I was uh, dry, I was trying to beat the storm yesterday coming back from Ohio and Indiana, my little mm-hmm. road trip I made, and I'm thinking, boy, if you're coming down 76 on the turnpike from Pittsburgh to here, that can be a little bit of sketchy roads area. You know, it's curvy, and you've got five tunnels or four tunnels, and then you got construction where they've got those barricades, and i got my new trailer on the back, and I'm watching the semi in front of me, and he is just like inches from clipping the wall, and I'm thinking, hey, I better pay attention to me. What am I looking at him for? What do I care if he hits the wall? Yeah, you're carrying a trailer. i got a new trailer that I don't want to carry, and uh, great, great company, Jason Detch or Deech, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but they are in, uh, 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 what the heck is the name of that town? Um, Edgerton, Ohio, mm-hmm. which is almost to the Indiana border. And they are they sell trailers all over the, the country. And uh, we bought a new 28-foot United trailer to match our black uh, 2017 Dually and our black trailer and a new golf cart we got from uh, Golf Carts Unlimited over in uh, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. And that's because Classic Auto Mall travels. We travel. We go places. We go places, and we need stuff when we go places. Now, we are... One of our things that we do is we go to shows and events. We're sponsors of events. Uh, we go to car club meets. We go to just about any kind of gathering of cars or car people. And we have an excursion in a, in a trailer that goes with that. But we want to just expand our footprint a little bit. We only go within about 100 miles, maybe 200 miles is the most we go to most of the events. And we want to start hitting some events a little further distance, maybe down in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Ohio, Indiana, uh, we're working on some things that uh, will get us out there and, you know, spread the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, there's there's so many shows going on. I mean, even just around here, we might have three or four shows in a weekend that we're doing in one weekend. Yeah. And, and it happens all the time. And there's cars and coffees everywhere. Mm-hmm. There must be 20 cars and coffees within 100 miles of here. But it also proves how many people are in this part of the world that are into cars. You know, not only do you have the obvious uh, Hershey and Carlisle and all that that we talk about, but I'm just talking about parking lots, and they have a 1,000 cars. Yeah. Um, cruise nights are crazy, mm-hmm. and back in, in Philly suburbs, there, yeah. there's something going on every Friday and yeah. Saturday night, and Sundays, too, now. Yeah, Sundays as well. Mm-hmm. And and the first Saturday, we do the Pottstown cruise over there on High Street over right. there in Pottstown. That's Red Horse motoring garage mm-hmm. that uh, puts that on and they have a wonderful facility over there if you've ever been to it it's really cool and uh, and they do a great job and and that's become a must attend event and it's the first saturday of every month from about may through august i'm guessing yep it's a great it, that's a great event yeah and y- you know it's it's um it's one of those things that anybody can put on a car show or an event. I mean, you just say, oh, we're having a car show, and it's $10 to register, and you get a trophy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get X amount of people that show up. But these guys that have taken it to the next level, whether it's, uh, pot, you know, those guys down in the Pottstown area. We've got Pastor Weedy does his show here. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Cars for Casey that's become, a, you know, a huge event. There's one down in, uh, we do down in uh, Mannheim that's at a church parking lot. And yeah. it's, you know, a huge show, 1,500 cars oh, yeah. or something. So I'll be at Doylestown at dusk uh, representing oh, on, nice. uh, on the 16th of uh, July. So you'll hear it. That's next week when after this airs. Yeah. And they close down the whole town. You know, the whole borough's closed down and it's just nothing but cars. It's 
it's a, it's a great event. And, you know, it proves the fact that, you know, the hobby's not dead. No. Far from <laughs> it. Far from Absolutely. it. You know, I think that people misconstrue that for some reason. I don't know exactly. Depends on what, what you're watching on TV. Well, <laughs> what media outlets you favor. I but, don't think the classic car guys get their news. That, you know, <laughs> Right. Not, not many people report much about classic cars anyway, so maybe right. that's a good thing. Although, you know, the good news is, is that as we always worry about petroleum and all that as we talk about is that all the rich guys that have these collections of cars are never going to let it go. So we need to make sure they live forever. <laughs> you know? right, or pass it down to their family. Well, or yeah, that, that wants it. And I mean, yeah. some families are, you know, car-centric people, and then some, it's just the dad. You know, <laughs> you, you, know you just... Uh, it's funny. My most of my kids are not into cars mm-hmm. per se. Uh, my daughter is uh, probably the one who's the most into cars. Madison, she's mm-hmm. the only one who really seems to show a lot of interest in cars. Well, Garrett, our son, um, is one of our car specialists here, and he shows some serious interest in it. But I think the rest of them are, you know, cars are cars. You know, and right, I get it. Right. Not everybody can be into everything, and I'm not going to force it on anybody. Although, you know, my will may reflect that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. There will be no will. <laughs> There's nothing. To, there'll be nothing. There is left. no will. My my whole my whole uh, net worth will be in the back of this room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right, garage. Right. It's already, it's already back there. It's already back there. So if you want anything, so uh, say hello to uh, everybody on Tic Tac. Tic Tac. Oh, we're live. Always oh, got a little note on there. Yeah, it says live. So that's how I knew. That we were live on TikTok. So welcome all the TikTok watchers and listeners and and uh, friends that are on there. And we we do well on TikTok. Yeah, we we, we uh, you know we work every day to to uh, gain followers. And uh, if you like car content, be sure to like and follow. And uh, we post we try to post a new car every day, new car feature or a little behind the scenes. And we did a little podcast uh, promo yesterday or the day before, and right. uh, with Pat Travers in the background and everything. Nice. So And we're got, we're working on our podcast promo video that we're, we we work. That's on. right. That's so you should have that by the end. Of, by the time this airs, you'll have it. <laughs> well, uh, and you love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it so far. And uh, this won't air for three weeks. No, this airs <laughs> next week. So today is um, uh, July the second. Second already. Yeah. So the fourth is coming up. Day after tomorrow, it is. You got big plans for the fourth? I do not. No, <laughs> me neither. No. Nope. So what are you gonna do? I'm gonna sleep. Probably work on the truck some more. Yeah. You know, got yeah. the interior gutted and, and fixed up, and now I'm working on some getting some of the exterior panels painted. And gotcha. Stuff. And this is on your uh, Ford Lightning. Ford Lightning. Oh four Ford Lightning. Oh four. We just sold our O uh, three Lightning. We just got it. Or yeah, I think we did just. Uh, oh really? Yesterday. Yeah. Or day oh before. the the ninety three. The ninety three. Oh yeah. yeah, the red one. So excellent. It was a nice truck. Yeah. First generation yeah. Ford Lightning. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And then the new generation Ford Lightnings, as we talked about last week, are, are literally lightning. <laughs> literally electric. <laughs> literally yeah. uh, lightning. They're electric. And, and uh, my partner's grandson has one, I, I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And he says it's crazy fast. He says, it's oh, just, yeah. yeah. Quick, he says, quick, yeah, yeah. quick. Well, they just have instant torque. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, so. and, and again, I'm okay with all that. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I keep having to feel like I say I that. know. I just. I keep having to apologize. You can for, like both. I like the visceral sound of the, sure. the, the second generation lightning with the well, exhaust out the side and everything. And, but I also like the, the, yeah. the technology of the speed. I'm a gearhead, but it doesn't mean I don't like a sailboat. Right. You know, <laughs> right. I, I get the point of a sailboat. It's not, I don't, not everything that I do has to have a motor. Exactly. I like, I like I, you know, I used to look at guys with canoes on their roof and say, what a loser. What, what are you <laughs> paddling around in a lake? Right. Didn't realize that you go to a, 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 a river that's running mm-hmm. and then canoeing is fun. Yeah. You know, so it does white water. Yeah, a little white water. Rafting and mm-hmm. canoeing, where I grew up in East Tennessee, that was a big thing. And you saw the movie Deliverance, right? <laughs> I did. I, not only did I see the movie Deliverance, it was one, probably the only novel I've ever re, uh, read really? through, through it because it was a, uh, an assignment in ninth or tenth grade. Right, right. And it, it kind of messed that me up a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say for for a for a ninth 14, grader, fourteen, fifteen year old yeah. kid reading about you know, it, 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 and the movie's a little disturbing. It's very disturbing, <laughs> but it's good. It's well done, and uh, you know, oh, it's a it's an amazing movie. And if you've never seen it, watch it. But don't watch it with your young kids, maybe. But of course, Burt Reynolds was, you know, on. You know, that was the. I don't know if that was that wasn't the beginning of his career, but then he went into the car stuff. And, and, and then we talked about yeah. White Lightning. No, you got to go oh, White Lightning right. and Gator. Right. You know, those two were just car movies through and through. Again, those, as I said last week, those are probably the ones that got me more into cars than anything. Right. And then, of course, Smoking the Bandit and the Cannonball Run stuff, and uh, 
My ex-father-in-law was in Cannonball Run and Smoking the Bear. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah so. And your, who's your ex-father-in-law? That would be Mel Tillis. How about that? And I think, we hope, uh, daughter Pam, my ex-sister-in-law, is going to be on our show in a couple of weeks. Nice. So uh, if she has, I hope she hadn't listened to the show and then she, right. <laughs> she'll think, I don't know if I want to be on right. that. But uh, and we'll talk some car stuff and we'll talk music stuff and we'll talk all kinds of stuff. So, nice. um, but anyway, busy week. Uh, like I said, I was gone for a couple of days. Went over to um, had some meetings and uh, picked up my new truck and my new trailer and uh, a new golf cart. And we'll get that all dolled up and get out on the road with that and see it's one of these events. And uh, and then, um, but they were busy back here. I mean, goodness gracious, we sold mm. twenty two cars last week. And where might you say? Yeah, where do, is it time? <laughs> it's time. We're going to have fanfare next week, but uh, <laughs> where do they go? I have a button that I can push yeah, and right. they can make noises. It'll make a that. fanfare. Oh, nice. So, so where did we sell cars last week? Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Now, you've heard that name a few times. Mm-hmm. We have a good client up there who buys more than one car. So right. just if you hear repeat names, don't think that we're just making these up and throwing them in there. These are real places that people really buy cars from. What's that store in Hamburg? I couldn't tell you. The, I don't even know the, where the Hamburg hunting is. store. The, uh, oh my gosh! All right, you better go on. I'll, I'll think of it. Okay, let's go through this list. Hamburg, Pennsylvania; Pittman, New Jersey; Yeadon, Pennsylvania. That's got to be Yeadon, Pennsylvania; Brighton, Michigan; Fairfax, Virginia; Pittsford, New York; Severn, Maryland; York, Pennsylvania; Grand Prairie, Texas; Martins Creek, Pennsylvania; Newcastle, Delaware; Coatesville, Pennsylvania; Laguna Beach, California; <laughs> Center Hall, Pennsylvania; Pork For- Park Forest, Illinois; Illinois. Uh, Moncton, Maryland, Churchville, Maryland, St. Louis, Missouri, Havpog, New York, West Valley, Utah, Bakersfield, California, New Orleans, Louisiana. How about that? Yeah, selling cars all over the country. And it was, uh, you know, it's funny. It, it's cyclical, like mm-hmm. anything. Uh, the sales will, will get a little weak in the middle of the month for no particular reason, and I start panicking and pacing the floors. And mm-hmm. then it picks up at the end of the month, and it, it always does well. And we had a record consignment month in June. We consigned 133 new cars. That's incredible. Every time I walk in here, it's a, yeah. it's a whole new vibe. Yeah. And our record was last November of 2021, we consigned 124. Wow. So, or 126, excuse me. So, um, that's a lot of cars to process. And then you sell another 80 or 90, and mm-hmm. you're, you're dealing with a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, we talk about this. I don't know. The new Sometimes new car dealers don't do that kind of volume. Not at all. So, um, they barely have the inventory. They yeah, barely and, have 100 cars. Yeah. I mean, gosh, if, and, and, you know, with all of our inventory for sale, I say all of it, 99.9% is on consignment. If we had to go out and buy these things, we wouldn't. No, I right. don't think we could fill it. Exactly. You know, that's the tricky part is even if you could go to every auction in the country and, you know, have your own plane and fly around and go here and there and, and everything that we do, I still don't think you could fill this building. Right. And then you'd have to continue to fill it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Every month. So we've decided that our business model should be that you bring your cars to us. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it works. It works very well. It really, the, the appeal for a lot of sellers is the fact they don't have to deal with buyers. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. It's just, I've talked to people who listed their car on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or whatever. Or bring a trailer, sure. and they still have to deal with questions and people and and tire kickers and right. low ballers and all that stuff. And in this place, it, t- it eliminates that completely. Well, and and the other side of it is the guy that that custom built his own car, and then the guy starts picking it apart, and now you're offending him personally. Right. You're not just offending his car; you're mm-hmm. offending him. And a lot of guys, a lot of times, will take their car out of here. I think you know it'll been here for ninety days mm-hmm. and it didn't sell, and the guy will take it, and then about three weeks later they call us and say, "Can we bring it back?" <laughs> On, because man. because they 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 know they get it out there and they realize that you know it's it, listen we're advertising on the same you can do the same thing that mm-hmm. we do but if you did what we do mm-hmm. on your own you'd spend about thirty five hundred dollars and the time and the time the time and, to write those things and take those photos uh, yeah about. yeah and then to answer all the questions and all that good stuff so when we return uh, it's just me and Steve today so we're, we're going to be talking Hanging cars out. and talking about some new inventory that we've got here and different things we're doing Hamburg. Pennsylvania, home yeah. of Cabela's. Cabela's. I cannot forget the future sponsor of the, the Classic Automobile Podcast. Well, yeah, because Johnny Morris owns Cabela's, who owns uh, uh, Bass Pro and Big That's Cedar right. Lodge in Missouri, who my ex-father-in-law was friends with, and I've met a few times. Let's so, go. Let's Hey, go. Johnny, come on, man. <laughs> we need your money. All right. When we return, we'll talk more about whatever we're talking about. See you in a minute. <laughs> 
Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall Studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, which uh, is, you know, not particularly known as a hotbed of classic cars. <laughs> Although we do have Maple Grove Raceway, which is seven miles north of here. And I've driven through Morgantown. Occasionally you see some cool stuff. Yeah, and and Elverson, there's a lot, of, a lot of people tucked away in Elverson. Believe a lot of people, yeah, who uh, have retired and, mm-hmm. and are classic car guys and have their cars. We we sell a few, quite a few cars for people that live in Elverson. Yep. Um, and so... And Honeybrook as well too. They're both both kind of retirement type communities. I get. I'm, I don't even know if that's true. I'm just making this up as I well, go. They're older but populations. For seems sure, to be but, older populations. But Elverson's and, up and coming too. I think it's like a nice sort of a mountain town, yeah, country yeah. suburb that yeah. is up pretty and quiet. Just mm-hmm. to you know, a, a one a kind of a one road yeah. town. One road runs through it. That uh, twenty three. I told Ethan, don't sneeze. You're gonna miss. You're gonna miss the center of Elvis. They have one pizza place. <laughs> one pizza place. Yeah, I, Kathy was asking me about that the other day. We should go and eat there. Giovanni. Giovanni. Yeah, we'll have to go try that again. We yep. don't get out much for. <laughs> well, we don't get out for for extended lunches. You right, know? right. We just don't have time. No. You know, there's just too many things. Not with 124 on. cars. Coming. 33. 133 yeah. cars. 126 was our old. Oh, record. Wow. You're, you're speaking in old oh, wow. terms. You know, it's amazing. So some of the cars we got in this week yep. or this past week: uh, 74 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe, Coupe, red over neutral. So neutral is is a color. Did you know that? It's basically nothing. It's like air. It's what like, color is air? Like tan? <laughs> it's kind of neutral. Neutral. Kind Just of neutral. whitish. Have to check. Where is Oyster. We'll have to go look at it. It's L82. Yeah. Um, and it's the paint is you could dive in. Mm-hmm. It is red, 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 red. Leather interior, rally wheels, supposedly owned. By John Bon Jovi wow. at one point in time. So, so I'm not sure if we have much documentation, but one of our consigners is a good friend of his. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we, we, from time to time, get some things that uh, we believe have a connection to him. And I'm... Sam, if you're listening, get us. Uh, we want him on the show. We want Bon right. Jovi. That'd be amazing. Me and John just hanging out, That'd talking, be talking cars. I met him one time at a bar in Nashville. Yeah, and I just turned around. I'm standing in the bar, and I turned to my right, and there he is. And I go, John. And he goes, Dude. Really? <laughs> and that was it. That was the whole I interaction. Start hanging out in bars, man. That's where, <laughs> apparently that's where you meet the, all that's the where, rock stars. All the rock stars are at bars. I've met all kinds of rock stars at bars. I met Steve Winwood uh, in Nashville at a bar. I met uh, David Lee Roth in yep, uh, in L.A. In, in L.A. Right. Who else have I met? I, I know I, I'm. Yeah, I, I avoided them in L.A. because I thought that was ah, that's not my scene. But I wasn't my. Scene. I mean, I'm khaki pants and yeah, golf, right. golf shirt. Not at the Rainbow Bar and Grill or the Roxy or the right. Whiskey or you know exactly whatever. exactly. So, you know, I, I didn't care what I looked like. I cared when I was hanging out listening to whatever I was listening. And mm-hmm. I still listen to them, mostly the same stuff. Yep. You know, I mean, our theme music from the Pat Travers Band, who I've been listening to since I was about fifteen years old, or fourteen, mm-hmm. and they're still still rocking. They're still out there on tour, still doing their thing. Yes, I mean, you see him, you see the Rolling Stones. I mean, all these bands that are still. I mean, there's nobody to take the torch. It doesn't feel like anyway in the rock and roll world, right? Um, and the old timers. I mean, they. There's an audience there, still an audience. Still an we're, audience. We're still around, so we'll we'll still see Bon Jovi. Yeah, and, although I saw a video from Motley Crue, yeah, and he did yikes. not say, He sounded a little rough. And, and John's lost a little of his edge too. I, I'm sure he had. Listen, God, we're you know what is he seventy something? I mean, what do you expect? I mean, and years of rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. 
and driving fast cars and chasing fast women and yep. you know all that good stuff. I mean, that it takes it wears a, and wears your throat out. <laughs> it does wear you out <laughs> a little bit. But you know, I would imagine that uh, you know, it, it, as a rock star or a guy who's been singing all his life, you learn where to to lay off a little bit mm-hmm. when you're singing and that kind of thing. Because otherwise, you know, you just tear your. I mean, I can't imagine how hard it is on your voice to do. Oh yeah, it's hard enough to do this for an hour. Right. Singing for two and a, two, two hours a night. Two hours per night. For how many years? 30, 40, right. 50 years? Screaming in it. Yeah. Mick yeah. Jagger's been doing it for 50 years or longer, yep. 60 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, God bless him. Anyway, uh, the 74 Corvette Coupe, uh, one of the newer uh, bits of inventory, mm-hmm. and a 69 AMC AMX regatta blue over saddle interior. And saddle is the color of a saddle. It's tan. So uh, known history on the AMX. Correct 390, 315 horsepower V8. Uh, Borg Warner 4-speed. Uh, twin grip 354 rear. I'm not exactly what tr- twin grip I guess both tires. Yeah, Posi? Like is, that, po- is that the Posi? I think it must be what AMC, AMC's version right. uh, of Posi. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the AMX is really an oddball car. I didn't really know. When I was growing up around cars, I don't think I even knew about what an AMX was. I'm not right. sure that I even I didn't either. ever saw one when right. I was younger. I know my neighbor had a Javelin, yeah. and my dad worked for AMC for a little bit, so we had a Matador for what it's worth. For what it's worth. <laughs> that was the, the level of excitement. And then our friends had that one of those Eagles. Right. Uh, but, I, yeah, AMX is, a, is sort of a, a sort of an unknown muscle car, but the people who know, know, because they meet here occasionally. The they AMC, do. Yeah. We've had them here a couple of times here at the club that um, – uh, uh, reveres them, uh-huh. and and you know they're cool. They're they're stubby looking. They're they're oddball looking. But you know the one we had that regatta blue is really a pretty color on that car. Yeah, yeah. we featured it on uh, social media. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, it really is. And that saddle tan interior mm-hmm. uh, really sets it off nicely. And they are starting to come into their own, absolutely uh, price wise. You know, yep. for so many years, there's so many cars that were just. You, pick up, you could pick up for 1500 yeah, bucks, yeah. And we keep kicking ourselves <laughs> for not doing that. But well, no crystal ball. We do not have a crystal ball, nor do we have, you know, life. I mean, people say, why didn't you buy this? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you buy mm-hmm. that? Well, you know, a Cobra for six grand in 1970. It sounds cheap today. Right. In 1970, $7,000 was probably your, the cost of your house. Exactly. You know, so. It's all relative. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. People don't realize when you say, why didn't you, why'd you buy, the four-door sedan was 2200 and the two-door convertible was 2900 right. It's like, come on. Right. Why didn't you spend the extra 700 Because yeah. 700 was probably your yearly house payment. Exactly. You know, so it, it, Perspective is is changed, and our our sense of value. Oh, don't get me started. Our <laughs> sense of values, you know, everything is expensive. Yeah, I mean, I go now on the road, and they say that the hotel room is one hundred and fifty dollars a night, and I go, oh, thank yeah, that's cheap. You right, know, right. it seems cheap, and it's not. Right, and it's right. Remember, it was like twenty nine dollars yeah, at Motel and sixty nine if you were getting someplace really fancy, right? You know, some highfalutin, <laughs> you know, Hilton, yeah, or Hyatt, exactly. or one of these. Not that I'm endorsing those brands, unless they want to pay me, and then I'm happy to endorse. Of course, them. it's one fifty nine. Then you get the bill, and there's like a surcharge <laughs> and a tax <laughs> and an occupancy tax, yeah. uh, and then or it's two hundred and twelve. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you think, well, wait a minute, where was that number that I read about? Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have a truck and trailer, and you try to go anywhere, it changes the dynamics. Of it, you know, you can't just go to any hotel. Right. You certainly can't go to any downtown mm-hmm. hotels because you pull up to a valet with a twenty foot diesel dually and a twenty eight foot trailer in the back, and the guy's like, "I ain't touching that thing." <laughs> keep I going, buddy. Yeah, keep on. And you know what? It's difficult. You know, driving a truck and trailer, and I'd forgotten. I haven't driven one m- much distance in mm-hmm. probably ten or fifteen years. And what you forget about driving a truck and trailer is right turns are very difficult. There are so many areas that the curbing is not mm-hmm. conducive to trailers coming in right. and out, and and so you almost have to learn to live with. So you don't curb a tire as you go over. It instead of because if you try to slide around it, uh-huh. it's going to get the side of the tire and oh. the wheel and chew it all up. Right. If you know you can't make the turn, then you got to hit it head on <laughs> and make sure that the trailer tire goes over the curb and then down on the other side wow. of the curb. This so. is why I drive a Mini Cooper because <laughs> I don't have to worry about yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's I can't drive anything bigger than yeah. that. <laughs> well, that uh, GMC Denali that I drive, that thing is I can't. Oh. I got to do a three point turn to get it in the driveway <laughs> at home. I yeah. never thought about that, yeah. but it, they're big and long. And the dually we have is a four. 
corridor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's the long bed, Dooley. And that thing is, I tell you what, you're going through a, a toll booth area. <laughs> you got to pay twice? You, you, no, you got to pay attention <laughs> twice because right. you have very limited space on either side of the that that big bulbous rear end coming through there. Right. You know, and of course, you know, driving a truck and a trailer, people are not as uh, sensitive to your concerns and how slow it, how long it takes mm-hmm. you to stop or get out of the way. And same with classic cars. We say this all the time mm-hmm. is that people will come out and uh, they will realize that um, there's, you know, oh, that guy can stop in plenty of time because I can stop in 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't stop in 20 feet. Right. You know, and you have to be, con- of course, and then it goes, it's a two-way street. As a driver of a truck and trailer, then you have to make sure that you, you know, give yourself plenty of room and plenty of time. Plus, your, your visibility is limited too, right? In Very a, limited. In a dually yeah. with a yeah, four-door. Four-door, and then you can't see after your rear mirror right. on the side mirrors. But, you know, the nice thing is traveling down the turnpike is that when you pull into one of those uh, service plazas, mm-hmm. it's easy access for trucks and trailers. And, you know, when you go into a small town and have to go hit the local, you know, gas station mm-hmm. and, you know, there's there's no space for you. And you got a big trailer on the back. And, and so you have to be really, really conscious of where you're going and where you're not going because you can easily get yourself down a hole that it's hard to get out of. Right. So, right. And I've had that happen before. And it's not a pleasant feeling at all. So I really admire people who can do those, like, <laughs> back a boat into a dock. Yeah. And all that. I, I've never had experience doing that. Yeah. I, I'd be afraid to drive anything. You know like what that. you got to do? It's like it's like back in a twin screw boat. Uh, you got to just get out and practice. You yeah, got to just yeah. find somewhere that's open right, and wide right. open and practice and get comfortable. Yep. Kind of like I'm doing on the motorcycle. I'm just riding it in the parking lot. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Take it slow. We're still practicing. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, my, my son said to me the other day, where's your helmet? And I'm like, I, uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just practicing. I'm just practicing. Yeah. yeah. You can still fall in the parking lot and hit your head. And, you could. You, know, you absolutely can. And, you know, there is no helmet law in Pennsylvania. And I see a lot of people riding without helmets. Yep. And I think, you know, it's one thing around your parking lot, but it's another thing when you're on the turnpike. And it really, even in your parking lot. I mean, listen, yeah. kids yes. that are listening today, wear your helmet. Uh, you know, no sense in getting a brain injury on doing something that you were supposedly having fun doing. Because exactly. a fun thing with a brain injury becomes that it wasn't a fun thing. So, you know, wear your helmet. For be sure. careful. Be cautious. Of course, we never wore helmets with bicycles, and that's a whole thing now. And kids don't wear ride skateboards. Without helmets, and we, we didn't, didn't wear seatbelts. And we, we talked about that last week. We were rolling all over the back seat. So <laughs> we're lucky to be alive. We're lucky to be alive, and lucky that our generation survived in any form or fashion. So we're tougher. We're much tougher for it, or right. maybe maybe we're not. I but don't know. but uh, anyway, um, some other uh, new inventory: twenty six REO Speedwagon mm-hmm. State Body. Cool. And REO stands for, if people didn't know this, Ransom Eli Oles, who was the founder of Oldsmobile, but also the founder of REO. And, uh, and REO Speedwagon, the band, you know. Got the name from the, from the from car. From the car. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they, they weren't around that long. They weren't. <laughs> it's green and black over black, nicely restored. The engine is a Golden Crown 286 inline six. Hmm. It's funny, they had names for engines back in the day. And and today they they barely even have a name for a car. Right. It's an X5 yeah. or a G7 or a Z4 or whatever. They they gotten away from the names, and I don't know why. I always like the names of cars: Bonneville and Catalina yeah. for Pontiacs or Trans Am. I think they've run out of creative ideas, or they're for you know. They, they, it turns out that they found out some of the names back in the day had other meanings. That oh, were, right, that were not so good, and so and BMW set the pace a lot too by yeah. by doing the X or yeah. the Series Three, yeah, four series, yeah, three fours and fives and sevens, and, and putting the leaders next to it, mm-hmm. and, all that. and then Mercedes kind of followed suit. Yep, you exactly. saw that, and then you know now most everybody is doing that. I mean, you barely rarely see. Many that have a name, although you know some of the well, even the Cadillac cars don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Escalade, right? You got the Silverado pickup truck with Chevrolet. You got the Denali line, which is significant as you know the upper end uh, line of, of GMC trucks. But uh, a lot of monikers are just, um, you know, a number and a letter. Yeah, and, numbers or letters. And then, of course, you look at the cars and you can't hardly tell, you know, you can't tell exactly what you're looking right. at. And those, some of those Kias are pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, they are. No, there's some really yeah. interesting designs yeah. that are coming yeah. out of Kia. We can yeah. do a whole show on yeah, Kia. Yeah, the Telluride and yep. all that stuff. Anyway, when we return, we'll talk about some more new inventory and whatever comes to mind as we sit here in Gibber Talk to you in a minute. 
When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the classic auto mall. I don't even know what the name of my own show. <laughs> the classic auto mall podcast. I haven't had enough Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yet. I'm on my first one of the day. My, usually my only one of the day. Okay. So, yeah, I try to make it one a day. You know, it's not good for you, but nothing's good for you anymore. You right. Breathing air is not good. I mean, I'm for drinking you. this coffee. It's got powdered cream. Who knows what's in that? <laughs> yeah, I and don't sugar. really want to know what powdered cream. I mean, is that somehow, was that milk at one point? In no, time? it's it's uh, oil solids of some kind. <laughs> yeah, don't look at the ingredients. Not good for you. No, it can't be good for you. But uh, you may have heard that noise in the background. That was a fan running from the guys laying carpet in our green room that we're building. We've got our new window in our studio. We're fancy here now. We are fancy. If you want to be a guest on Classic Automobile, podcast. You're yeah. going to have a nice room to yeah. chill out and until get ready for the show. Yeah, we'll feed you a donut, some coffee, <laughs> and a Coke or a bottle of water. That's or, it. Um, you can we'll have a little makeup table yep. and whatever you need. You know, we're, yep. we're givers. We are fancy. You know, we are nothing but fancy. So uh, some more of the new inventory we got in, a 70 Plymouth Duster. And dusters, when I was growing up, were funny. They were they were kind of the 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 real redneck version of a muscle car. They were the the the, the real hardcore guys had dusters, mm-hmm. and especially a three forty duster. And this one is uh, bright blue metallic over black. Um, duster came out in. 69 is a 70 model, so, you know, uh, August of 69, just like all the cars came out in the day. And, um, you know, it was uh, it was kind of a bargain basement uh, version. I mean, it was $2,500. Uh, the Roadrunner at the time was $2,900. The hmm. Mach 1 was $3,100. That. And that, again, as we were talking about, was a lot of – that was a huge difference. So so some of the, the guys who didn't have quite as much money would go out and buy the, the dusters. And those 340 dusters were nothing to sneeze at, although they didn't handle very well. Right. There was one guy in the neighborhood who had one. Mm-hmm. We had a road in, in uh, Knoxville where I grew up, Tennessee, and it was Oakhurst. And you went down a hill and up a hill and then back down a hill. And the drop-off on the second downhill part was enough that you could get a little bit airborne uh-huh. in a station wagon, <laughs> much less a 340 duster going about 90 down through there. That's and great. we launched off of there, and I thought, well, here I am, 14 years old, and this is this is the end, <laughs> this is it. And luckily, it hit and stayed straight, and we didn't die. Oh, wow. It was, you know, we were all. I think I was in tears. <laughs> I wanted my mommy. You weren't hooping and hollering. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it a hazard type. It was scary. We had a road in Knoxville, also Nubbins Ridge was the name of the road, mm-hmm. and it was our little racetrack. And the cool thing about Nubbins Ridge, it was really curvy and had a little banked uh, right hand curve. And then it had an under, you know, uphill and a downhill, and then an S curve to finish it. And it was about 
oh, two miles long or so, maybe 2.5 miles long. And you could see if you're at night, you could be at the top of the road there and you could see the whole road to know that nobody was on it. Mm -hmm. And it was our own little racetrack. And we had this little ritual and we pulled up there and we would fly down through there. And of course, you know, the speed limit was probably 30. Right. (laughs) So we weren't doing 30. But uh, it was it was our own little private world, and we never heard anybody or heard mm-hmm. anything. And, and uh, it was a fun way to go air out your car and get it out of your yeah. system, and then you just go drive normal for the rest of the day. So exactly. But uh, this 340 Duster that came in was, uh, I think it was about 275 horsepower. Hmm. Um, it was, uh, you know, a pretty interesting car back in the day. And, of course, you don't think about... You know, we say motors from back in the day, and people always want to talk about the Hemi's and 426's and the 454's and the 427's and mm-hmm. 396's. There was nothing wrong with a 340. Or 318. Or a 318. Right. Or a 302 and a Ford. Or a 289, for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know? If I had a Cobra to pick today, I'd pick a 289 Cobra. I, and even in a replica, I'd pick a 289 really? or a 302 or something. Mm-hmm. Just because the weight of the engine, mm-hmm. they're not nearly as, they don't put up nearly as much heat, and they're they're not temperamental. You know, mm-hmm. you, some of the, I mean, you get a big 427 side oiler. Aluminum block. Aluminum block. They're temperamental. Yeah. you got to be, you know, you're fouling plugs and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a 289 that's got just enough power. Right. You know, that tells my age. an interesting yeah. Cobra replica here with a. <laughs> Modern, modern five liter, five liter with the uh, yeah with fuel, injection. fuel injection and it's an interesting uh, uh, mix. Yeah, I kind of like it. You know, um, reliable probably. Yeah, probably reliable. Easy to get parts. Mm-hmm. Easy to work on. You know, a lot of times you take an older engine to a mechanic. Uh, yeah. These days, they don't really yeah, understand the, the you know points. Where's, what is that? The OBD. Yeah, exactly. If it, well, no difference. And I say this all the time when you go to the parts store and you get the young kid and you say, "Do you have a you know a generator for this?" And he he goes, "Well, it's not in the computer." And the old guy says, "Hold on a second. Right. I think I know where one is back here." And you know, <laughs> lo and behold, he goes back into the depths of the uh, auto parts store and comes back with the part that you need. So. Uh, but, of course, anything nowadays you can practically order online. Uh, but it's still nice to go to the parts store every once in a while, mm-hmm. especially if you're not exactly sure what you need. You know, you, we don't all know everything, obviously. And there's certain parts that you can get that you just don't know, you know, if you're getting the right thing or not. And nothing worse than working on your car. And having the wrong part and spending half a day trying to figure it out, and then you realize you have the wrong part. And then you got to go back and start over. That's why guys like me just throw <laughs> it in the towel and say, uh, can somebody come help me? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a f- funny you say that because I to get the seats out of a Ford Lightning, you need a special Torx bit. Right. And so I went online to the forum, and I said, what size are these bolts? Because I, I don't want to get the wrong one. It's a special hardened steel. It's got, you know, it's got a lot of – and they all gave me the wrong answer. And I, really? I ordered one. It took a week to get there. It was $14. I'm all ready to do the carpet. It's like you said, you set aside time for this kind of thing. Yeah. And the freaking thing wouldn't oh. go in. I'm like, I got to start all over again. I had everything, the carpet, the padding, everything ready to go. That one little bit stopped, yeah. stopped delayed the whole project. So. Well, that happens all the time. Think about a bolt that you can't get loose. Oh, so yeah. take a, it's always the last one. It's always the last one. <laughs> well, it becomes the last one because you're done. Right. You're like, okay, I'm done for the day. Um, That's like the David Brenner joke. He yeah. says, you know when you're looking for something, it's always the the last place <laughs> that you look, you look right. because you probably wouldn't look any further. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you found it, you wouldn't say, "I'm going to keep looking." Just you know, for heck, right, you right. never know what you'll find. Exactly. You know, we had a title situation like that with mm. one of our customers the other day. They have torn apart their house trying to find mm. this title. Mm-hmm. They cannot find it, and we have a copy of it. So at some point in time, recently, oh. they had it. But uh, you know what happens a lot of time is people will have a title and they'll misplace it and they'll apply for a new title. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, and then. And then they'll they'll bring a car to us, and they'll bring us the old title, forgetting that they'd gotten the new title. And then the guy goes to register it, and he's this isn't the latest title. Oh mm-hmm. gosh! Yep. And then you don't know for sure if it's to be found or where it is. Or so hold on to your documents in a smart, safe place, and don't be the only one in your family who knows where it is. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else know. And if there's extra parts that go with your car that's up in the uh, attic. Let people know. Put a note in the folder that has, you know, right. your make and model of your car. 1970 Plymouth Duster Blue. Hey, by the way, in the attic is the original carbon intake. 
because guess what? The guy who buys it when it, when you sell it, and maybe it's through your estate or your widow or whatever, right. is going to miss out on not having the original carburetor and the original intake. And what a shame that is. And then you, the the family will move, and then there'll be just an old box of parts they'll throw away. It makes me think I should go home and label all, <laughs> all my parts now. I'm not trying to be morbid here. Just but, throw it out, Ethan. Just yeah. that, that cyclone intake is not worth anything. Yeah, not worth point. a nickel. Yeah, you know, they say that uh, <laughs> you should box up all your parts and if you and put a date on the box, not what's in it, but just a date. Uh-huh. And after three years, if you haven't opened that box, you just throw it out without looking. Wow. That's hard to do. Because what if there's a, you know, a tri-power setup yeah, and there exactly. are a bat-wing air cleaner that's worth thousands? I have so. a hard time throwing out any parts. Yeah, or screws or nails or, you know, yeah. little little things that you'd think you'll never need mm-hmm. until you need them and then you wish you had it, you know. Well, that's a that's a guy thing, too, because I'll, I'll save stuff. My wife said, you're never going to need that. And then three years later, <laughs> damn golly. it, that, that bolt didn't work. How many Allen wrenches do you have from, oh, uh, you know, from Ikea? Yeah, from Ikea and any kind of furniture that you got to put together. I have a whole drawer full of those, and they're all, I think, the same size. Right. They're never the one you need, though, <laughs> later on. I actually went out and bought a whole set of Allen wrenches, which is really smart because they're better quality than yeah. ones that come with the furniture, and so they they work a little bit better. And you don't even – but it's stuff like that that you mm-hmm. don't – you go you go years without having that, and you think, you know, it's $29. <laughs> Why didn't I just go buy that and make my life right. simpler? Right. You know, it's so many things that can make our lives simpler that cost us next to nothing. Right. You know. I, I, I'm fixing on um, selling this bit because I don't need it anymore to take seats out. So uh, anybody looking for a 55 55- – Torx Plus bit for seats. Get, get in touch with me. Yeah, and Podcast at ClassicAutomall.com. Yeah, and he won't charge you for all the time that he went through getting the wrong ones and the shipping and the returning oh, and yeah. probably arguing with the company telling them that you sent me the wrong one. Actually, uh, there's a, a big uh, uh, sales place online. I'm not going to mention the name of it where you get stuff and you basically can return it. No questions asked. Oh. We all know the name of it. I'm yeah. just not giving them any more advertising. My uh, daughter got banned. Commerce place. Yeah. My daughter got banned from returning things to Walmart. <laughs> really? <laughs> returning all kinds of stuff. Oh. Not sure of the whole thing. It's like going and re- buying a suit and wearing it to the wedding and right. then taking it back the next day and saying, nah, I don't oh. like this suit. Right. You know, or eating the whole steak and then wanting your money back. So exactly. there's, there's that too. Another new inventory. We're really dragging this new inventory on, aren't we? 66 Fairlane 500. Mm. The black one. Raven Black. It's spectacular. That is a, I mean, a, an amazing car. All the car specialists were like, look at this car. Yeah. It, it, was, it was the one that the minute it came in, everybody got excited about it. And you know, it's funny because that doesn't always happen and and the reason it doesn't happen is because we're a little jaded Mm -hmm. we see a lot of cars i was at a place yesterday that had i don't know a couple hundred cars in it and there was some there was a prototype of this and a Mm -hmm. one of one this and a spectacular ferrari uh 250 i mean just and we were talking about other things Mm -hmm. business and we weren't even paying attention to the cars. And I, we stopped, and I said, you know, we're walking past all these, and we're talking numbers and spreadsheets and dollars, and we're not even talking about the fact that there's a Lamborghini Countach right there in mm-hmm. red with right. a neutral interior, and <laughs> uh, and we're not even talking about that stuff. And and so you have to stop and smell the roses, and that's in anything that you do. And and appreciate the beauty in things that maybe we talked about this with our, our content editor, Peter, mm-hmm. who writes descriptions, and he will make you a re- rethink cars that you kind of overlooked in, you know, 80s Corvettes that were not very powerful and right. things like that that we we uh, tend to just walk past. And if you stop and take a look, sometimes you realize, man, that's a cool-looking car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with starting out at the low end of the hobby, whether mm-hmm. it's a, you know, a, a less expensive, you know, C3 Corvette or C4 Corvette mm-hmm. um, or something that's, you know, a Miata is a great starting car for the collector car hobby. Uh, it's sporty. It's, you you know, they God, they made a gazillion of them, mm-hmm. and there's plenty to always be found because you can't afford an S2000 Honda anymore. That's, that's for certain. That's true. That's true. Those don't bring a trailer, just bringing a fortune. I you know. know. I saw one the other day, and she had just picked it up somewhere, and I'm like, wow, that is spectacular. They're beautiful, and they are a blast. Un- to untouchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, 
this this <laughs> I digress from this GT or four, Fairlane five hundred. Yep. Sorry, I mean the interior is like showroom new, Raven black, three ninety aluminum heads, top loader four speed, restoration album, a whole book of receipts. This car is a GT without the GT badging and the yeah. you know it's got the exact same options and that's probably the only thing that's holding it back and it's pricey I mean it is it's pricey but if you want you know probably arguably one of the best in the world it is I would say that it comes really close and I never say that anything's perfect and I never say anything is the best in the world because you know other than the show uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, it's something to, and a stance on it is just right yeah it's, it's a really it's, nice car listen we have a lot of nice cars here. Absolutely. I always say this, but every once in a while, one's just a little bit of a standout. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and it's funny because you you can't always predict which one that's going to be, and mm-hmm. then they just show up, and you go, oh wow, mm-hmm. because in and of itself, if I see a '66 Ford Fairlane 500 that's coming in on the inventory, I don't think much about it. Right. It's probably going to be a you know maybe it's a 390 car, but it wasn't originally, and maybe it's this and that, maybe it's had a nice repaint, but it's just going to be a car. Yeah, and that's okay. That, that's yeah, for the most part, they were commuters. They, they were commuter were, cars. Yeah, car. they were like a Ford Taurus back then. Yeah, exactly, yeah. or a little sport. But uh, but for, for the most part, that. So I think that um, we we have a tendency to be a little bit jaded. So we need to quit that. So <laughs> I have a new mandate that we quit being jaded. So okay. when we return, we'll talk about what jaded means. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at AmericasWebRadio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast, live from the, not live, it depends on where you're listening, I guess mm-hmm. you're standing in the hallway right now, we're live. <laughs> Anybody else? We're A-live. We're A-live. Anybody else that's a week later or longer, if you watch it, listen to us, watch us, uh, YouTube, Spotify, we're on all the outlets, TikTok, Instagram. Yep. Uh, Facebook. Most, mostly TikTok, and then we, we transfer stuff over to Instagram and yeah. Facebook and stuff from there because uh, it's just a lot of fun to create these little movies, these little montages every day. Yeah, and I mean, eventually, that, that kind of stuff is uh, it, the right person sees it. And, you know, ultimately what we're doing is promoting our brand, promoting Classic Automall. That's that's what the whole idea is. I told you, I can't I can't tell whether we're, uh, we're selling cars, but every, <laughs> just about how many, we figure about 70% of the cars we featured have sold, have sold. But, you, but you sell a ton of cars, yeah, so it's, hard, so it's to, I know. hard to know. It's hard to know. I would love I, to be able to make that correlation. but Well, I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I know that the next question would be, well, how much yeah, are we getting paid right. for no, this? No, uh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're just trying to get it out there. And uh, and it's fun. We're, what we're doing is fun here. And yep. listen, it is a business. And and it is, and we have to treat it that way because we have a lot of overhead and we have a lot of mm-hmm. mouths to feed. We've got families that rely mm-hmm. on us um, to uh, make a living, and and we have a great staff. I mean, they do an amazing job, and to process 130 something cars in in one month's time, and then all the test drives, all the yeah. you know, not and I say all the test drives. There's not many test drives, but but you add in the few that we do, uh, test drives, cars that have to go out for different things, different reasons, have to go out and be serviced and brought back cars that are leaving come and going i mean it's Plus, a, just just to service a consigner yeah. somebody who's interested takes days days of work I mean, yeah. it's not just one phone call it's no. days of work and then it's you know if they come here to fill out their paperwork you're a couple of hours sitting there and that's why we encourage everybody if you want to consign a car call us up mm-hmm. Get us to send you the paperwork ahead of time. That way you can have most of that done because that's the time-consuming process when you get here is filling out all that paperwork. And the problem is is that you don't 
you can't think of everything when you're sitting here. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's see what. And then you go home and you go, did I tell them that I spent fifty grand on the paint? You know, all the stuff. Whoops, all the stuff that you leave out that you forget about. And so, plus uh, the paperwork helps you helps the process because it answers a lot of the questions consigners are going to have. Absolutely, up front, it saves everybody a lot of time. If you get the paperwork, read through it, and then fill out everything you need to fill out, yeah. you'll be prepared when you come here with your car. Absolutely. And if there's something you don't know, don't fill it out. Leave it blank, right. and that's fine. And we have operating instructions because there are so many oddball <laughs> things with cars, switch hidden switches and fuel pumps that have a, a switch that you turn on. The battery disconnect here, and the battery's where, and where's this, and where's the, you know, how do you open the doors? I mean, you think, oh, no, that's, you open the doors with a handle. Not if it's a shaved hot rod right. that has no door handles. And then you have the, some that are just modern cars, and, they, and you see the description in the writing, and it's just, just turn the key. Yeah, just, just turn the key. I mean, it's almost like they're saying, what's wrong with you? Don't you know how to turn yeah, a key? You, you give them a whole page of how to explain. <laughs> where's the battery? Where's the shutoff switch? Is it a 6-volt or a 12-volt? Uh, um, you know, where's the door clicker? You know, all that stuff. And people are like, you know, 2020 Corvette. Yeah, turn the key. <laughs> turn the key. And it's going to start. <laughs> and hold on. And hold on because it's going to start and it's going to go. That's funny, though. I never really thought about it from the perspective of somebody like that. So yeah. maybe we I need to. I see it a lot because I go back in those notes and it's like, just turn the key. What's, just, yeah. what's, the, what's the question? <laughs> Don't quite understand. But then you get something that, you know, a street rod, a 41 yeah. Willys that's built and got all this different stuff and it requires this and that and you got to do this and hold this and or a diesel truck and you got to let it sit before it, you know the glow plugs get mm-hmm, warmed up mm-hmm. and all. I don't even think that's a thing anymore with diesels anymore. I don't, I don't think, think so. Mine no. is. I don't. No. Modern ones, no. No, I don't think so. And you have to run that death now too in diesels. Oh, is that right? Diesel. I don't even know what it stands for now. I thought I knew, but I guess I don't. Special. It's a it's an additive that they add to diesel that uh, makes it more more diesely, less diesely. <laughs> oh, less diesely. I mean, less mine, polluting. You can't hardly tell that it's a diesel truck running down the highway. It doesn't sound like it in the old days. Right. Like, clack, 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 clack. You know, it's not like that at all. Exactly. But, uh, anyway, um, uh, oh, my God. We got a 1950 Studebaker Commander in. Have you seen that car? Yes. It's really it's cool. Right, Comanche it's Red. right there. Yeah. And I love this car. <laughs> Ethan, you saw it. We, we kind of shot it last week, and it's beautiful. Comanche Red over uh, an old ivory. Uh, excellent design. Wonderful car. Six-cylinder with an automatic. Um, you know, and Raymond Lowy turned, teamed up with Virgil Exner and they dreamed up the bullet nose style of the commander, uh, back in the day. And I mean, it was, it was way different than anything right. else out there. And this car is, the level of restoration is, you know, you, it, you couldn't justify spending the money you did because you'd never get the money back. You had to do it because you loved the car. And, you know, that's one of those cars that you either love or hate. I don't sure. think everybody would see the beauty in it that I see in it. I think everybody would be impressed with it, whether they like it or not. It's a different story because it is an odd design. In fact, that we were looking at the back window, and it kind of looks like a front window because it's raked, right. and, the right. front, and the front window is flat. Flat, yeah. So it's it's odd. Plus, really? it's, it's, uh, it's it gets a lot of bugs. <laughs> But imagine if it's flat it, like it, that. Yeah, it's, it's like a going backwards. Anyway, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's a very interesting car, and it's certainly you wouldn't you wouldn't see another one at a car show. You'd be the only one at any car show. And and if that's your thing, if that, I mm-hmm. mean, there, people are into this hobby for all kinds of different things. Maybe it's because you want to be different. Maybe it's because you want to be the same. You want to have a Chevelle like everybody else, or a Camaro, or a Mustang, or a Corvette, or maybe you want something oddball, or maybe you want something more modern. Because you want the reliability and you don't know how to work on a car. And that, there's no no shame in not knowing how to work on a car. I get guys who say to me all the time, oh, I'm kind of embarrassed. I really don't know how to work on a car. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, if you anything late model is almost impossible to work on anyway. For sure. I mean, it's a computer. Yep. And the rest of it is like, I mean, I, well, Kathy's car was a quart low oil and oil. And I was surprised. It's a 2018, and it doesn't really even hardly happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you you check your oil, and it's a quart low. It just I don't know. You, I guess they're sealed better or something. So Kathy's giving you the what the what for? She giving you the what for? Why she giving me the what for? Right? I'm right. I'm busy. I'm I'm working. I'm working here. I'm you know. These distractions. <laughs> but, yeah, you, I mean, when was the last time a late model car that you had was low on oil? Very rarely does it happen. I have, uh, a, mini, I have a Mini Cooper. Uh, well, that's low on oil every day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I tend to eat oil. Yeah. 
but very rarely. I mean, yeah, uh, you see that, and it's funny because it used to be that was just a normal part of filling up with gas. You check the oil, and it was usually low. And you know? and leaks are, and an, leaks. are another thing that are co- they're just old cars leak. That's I get guys who call me all the time. Is that car leak? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't I don't I listen. They're old cars. So what happens is, especially if they sit, if you drive a car mm-hmm. every day then the fluids are not going to have a chance to completely settle. But if you let a car sit for a week or two weeks or Mm -hmm. three weeks or a month or two months or however long it is, all that fluid that's usually up there in the engine, the oil, all leaks down in the pan and hits the overflow or the transmission and it hits the overflow. So when it sits, it's going, and power glides, especially like in the fluids, uh, they, you know, they'll overflow and it'll leak. And Cor- Corvairs all leaked. I mean, if they didn't leak, then there's more of a problem than yeah. if they do leak. Check, so, check your Corvair if it's not leaking. <laughs> yeah, there's, check its pulse. It may be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's part of it. So just don't, don't be discouraged from a car because it leaks unless it's you know leaking profusely and there's something really really wrong and it's cracked or right. there's something wrong normally it's like a seal and the seal because the oil hasn't been circulated right. the seals dry up over years and it's sometimes it's a pain to change seals and so it's just easier to let it drip once in a while like my typhoon drips yeah like to get to the where it's leaking is like a whole to do right and and it's just like we were talking about you know perfectly restored cars they haven't been driven you know in you know they've been restored for five years and haven't you know three miles on them. Yeah. There's going to be money to be spent if you want to take that car out on the road. Mm-hmm. If you're buying it to just go put it in your collection and look at it and pet it every once in a while, then that's all well and good. But if you're planning on driving a car that's been in a museum or just sits for a while, you better be ready to to spend a little bit of money to get it back in shape. And so just because a car is perfect mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. There's always, I mean, the old cars, there's always going to be something. There's always something. And I always tell people when they buy an old car. Except that fair lane. Then. Except <laughs> for the fair lane. There's nothing wrong with this. But I tell guys when they buy an old car. There's going to be there's going to be things either you want to spend money on or you or, or you have to spend money mm-hmm. on. So be prepared for that. So I saw that uh, coming up at Meekum in uh, Orlando, they're doing a midsummer Orlando sale, and then they're going to be in Harrisburg uh, July 27th through the 30th. Oh, July 27th. Yeah, so they're expecting 1,200 cars okay. over three days. Wow. So, yeah, I mean. They've done really well at Harrisburg, and it's not, I mean, it's not Kissimmee with 3,000 cars mm-hmm. and some of the, the level of some of the cars. And uh, so, and going on this weekend, which will be last weekend when you're, if you're listening to us on America's Web Radio mm-hmm. or Spotify or any of the others, uh, is Barrett Jackson, and they sold a charity Escalade Cadillac, the, the V version, yep, v. for $500,000. Was it? It's a charity, charity yeah. auction. Those Escalades. It's on um, FYI Network. FYI. I don't get it. Yeah. So I see it on this. You mean you don't get it or you don't, I, I don't get FYI. You don't receive it? I don't subscribe to FYI or much of anything else. So I'm, I'm really bummed because I saw it on the, oh, I'm going to kick back on a, on a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Do you what? have Dish Network or do you have, no, what, do you what do we have? Uh, com, Verizon? Verizon. Fios. You have cable. Cable, yeah. Not, not, not some kind of dish. No, no. Yeah. And we cut back, you know, years ago and just got the sports package for, right. for Ethan. Right. And I get some car shows, but I don't get the FYI. You get Motor Trend? Yes. Right. So do they switch at some point, right? They, yeah, but not Barrett, for Barrett. I think Barrett um, goes from FYI to the History Channel. Or just yeah, stuff. I get one of them. I get the one they switch to later yeah. on. And, the, and usually the one they switch to is the one that's got the better car. You know, it's the Saturday. prime time right. Saturday right. day or whatever. Well, I'll so, check that out. Yeah, so you'll have to check that out. Did you watch Rendezvous? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I see. Now, now, you've got to watch Rendezvous. I'm going to make you. I'm going to have a, we're going to have a meeting, and it's going to be just to watch Rendezvous. <laughs> make that this. note. Make a note. Yeah, so if you've never seen Rendezvous, it's a guy runs through streets of Paris on a Sunday morning in a supposedly a Ferrari 275 GTB, but it turns out it's a Mercedes 6.9 with a Ferrari right. soundtrack. Mm. But it's really cool. And yeah, I'm sure you can find it online. Rendezvous. You're going to spell it? R-E-N-D-E-V-O-U-S? Yeah. Is that how Got you spell it? Got it right here. Something yeah. like that. So, um, And then what I was going to say Meekum. Uh, my buddy Dave Murray's got a, they're going on, and I think it's it would be this coming weekend or the weekend we're in, uh, the wagon collection, uh, about 22 station wagons. Really? He's, he's gathered over the years, and they're going to run them all one after the other. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it's... Um, is that Meekum in Harrisburg? or the- uh, Meekum in Orlando. Orlando. Which okay. is, uh, I believe it's... 
this weekend, which is the ninth, eighth, uh, ninth, and tenth, uh, they're doing another sale down in that part of the world. I mean, they're everywhere. They, they yeah. Are you going to Harrisburg? I am. Okay. I'm going to Harrisburg, and uh, we're it usually hoping. interferes with Trucks National. I'm out there, but it, right. that sounds like it's a different weekend. So yeah, and we're uh, we're looking forward to it. As a matter of fact, we've got to reach out to them. Uh, we're hoping that maybe we can get uh, some of the people from Meekum to be on our show That'd next week, and so that's our plan anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll uh, see what happens from there. But uh, well, what do you mean? We're done. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, still got plenty <laughs> got to talk to well, talk about. So, but anyway, it can wait till next. It'll week. have to wait till next we week. Have, week after week, we have a show. I'm anxious to see the new Silverado Chevy electric. It looks pretty interesting in the commercial that I've seen for I, it. I so, seen it. and then also the Mercedes uh, Vision AMG mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a really cool looking car. But they're so futuristic, and you got to figure that most of that stuff's not going to translate into production. Right. You know that we're seeing concepts. Now. Yeah, concepts are concepts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get it. Uh, you, you'd love to have them all that way, but then. The accountants get in and they go, no, no, you can't, you can't have the whole roof glass. What are you talking about? You can't have the whole car glass. Yeah, right. You know, whatever, whatever crazy idea you're thinking about, the answer is no. So anyway, when we return next week, we'll have somebody to talk to. Hopefully, other than just me and Steve. Although, if you like listening to us, then then that won't be a bad thing. If it's right. Just and me if you do or don't rate yeah. podcast at classicautomall.com. Shoot right. us an email. Let us know uh, if you're enjoying the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. We appreciate your listening to our show today and don't forget when you're in southeastern pennsylvania come visit us in person we're open monday tuesday thursday and friday from 9 a.m to 5 p.m wednesday is our late day and we're here from 9 a.m to 8 p.m saturdays we're open from 9 a.m to noon and we are closed on sundays you can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com to reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.